for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Does any of this sound familiar? Your hunting buddy had to bail from your hunt for one reason or another. Or the persons or person you've been hunting with just isn't working out. Or you're either a current solo hunter or possibly a new elk hunter not wanting to head out alone this season. Look, y'all, for all of these folks in these situations, they're experiencing the one thing that can be tougher than finding a doggone elk. And that is finding a great or just solid elk hunting partner. Well, y'all, let's just see if our coaching crew has any opinions on that subject right there. On today's show, a great elk hunting partner. Just what does that mean? And where the heck can I find one? Those topics along with our Elk Bros shout outs and questions from our Elk Bros mailbox. So my friends, pull up a chair, adjust your volumes just right, and welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting, brought to you by ElkBros.com with your host, Gilbert Ornelas and elk hunting coach, Joe Gillian. You want to hunt elk? They live to hunt elk. Their goal is to share with you what they have learned grinding it out for over 35 seasons doing what they love. So come on into camp and set a spell. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunters. Hello there, everyone. If it's your first time with us, glad to have you. Hope you enjoy our show. And as always, for those blue collar hunters following our show and grinding it out with us every week, welcome back to Elk Camp. I'm Gilbert Ornelas, the host of your show, coming to you live from Spring, Texas, and from Katy, Texas, and the DFW area. That's right. We've got the Venezuelan Mafia in the house, Luis Gonzalez and Manano Graterón. And from Cimarron, your elk hunting coaches are in the house. Leroy the Ninja Chavez and WWJGD, what would Joe Gillia do? He is in the house, and we are live and in charge tonight, fellas. What's going on? What's up, brother? It's going to be another great show, guys. I'm telling you right now. 
from the <laughs> having Tony win trip on to doing what we're going to do tonight, I can't wait. It was hard going to be hard to beat old Tony Wintrip and the big big well, guitar that he's been playing, man. That was so cool to have him on last oh, week. Oh, it was it was sweet, man. And, and, and you said, know what? Tony is just so freaking awesome. He fit right in with us. It was like, dude, cool dude, you know, he's uh, a great hunter too. Oh, incredible. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, his whole, um, his whole demeanor, his knowledge base, all the things that he's done over on that side over there. And blowing camp. Hey, hey, we got hey, Sean. Camp. What's, What's up, going hey? on, dude? <laughs> Happening, fellas. What? <laughs> we got the Way man. Cool, man. Hey, uh, man. Estes in the Dawson is in the house. Somebody Salud, was walking outside of elk camp and just decided to step in, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, that was the, what the plan was there. All the way up here from Independence, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wow. Nice job. Sean, how you doing tonight, brother? Heck, I can't can't complain one bit, guys. Joe didn't tell us Jack T. Wadley that thing was coming on, surprise. bro. <laughs> What's a surprise, man? Yeah. Oh, Hell man. of a surprise, Joe. Well, you know, every night, you know, he just wanted to jump in to say a little hello. And, you know, we did not have a video shout out tonight. And, you know, Sean is just a, such a tremendous person. I mean, how many times have I seen this guy? He will find people that he believes in or people that are really trying to aspire to become good elk hunters. He jumps up and he buys and purchases a base camp for people. You know, he's just, yeah. I mean, he's just, dude, you're just such a giving person, man. And, uh, yeah. I mean, he's so we appreciate it, Sean. Hunting, you know, so I thought, yeah, it was- and look, man, I'd have had a hell of a lot better intro for you if Joe would have told me something. <laughs> he just decided to spring it on me, man. You know, I kind of, right. I kind of really blew up old Tony Wintrip when we got him on, you know, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have to come up with some kind of wild wisconsin maniac or something sean dawson is in the house you know? yeah but yeah. He's, only, he's only recently a wisconsin boy this is a this is a dakota boy here so, come on yeah. man yeah right. so yeah i was in in the dakotas there and uh well in your guys's line of work for a pretty good pretty good amount of time i i ran a uh oil field service company so like you know we we had roustabouts and we did a lot of the dirt work and the motor graders and all that stuff and where at sean uh, we, we were based out of this tiny little town called Mandaree. It's, uh, in the Bakken. Yeah. Um, like, if you, yeah. So like you, if you know, think of like Williston's here, Newtown's here. Yeah. I'm about here, right underneath Newtown. Right. Okay. Out of there. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Below Kildare. Uh, north of Kildare. North, north of Kildare. North, north of, of Kildare. And, yeah. and I'm not going to let That's Sean get away with all this, like, all this where we're being real nice to him and everything. <laughs> this dude has found a way to blur out his background. I want yeah, you to know cool. that behind him, he's got about uh, a four-foot dollhouse back there. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I kind of, you know, uh, we've been remodeling. Hey, Joe's I tell you what, bro. I tell you what, bro. I'm going to I'm gonna defend Sean here because Sean has a freaking V3 
Matthew's bow, and he's right. on a search for badass arrows. And yep. I'll tell you what, he's even looking into taper shafts and all that stuff, man. That's so, awesome. I mean, he can get away with that dollhouse. Anybody that joins, the, I care. Anybody that joins <laughs> the Matthews team is good on my book, man. Them boys, <laughs> yeah. them boys that shoot Hoyts, man, I don't know about them, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, they, I think the Hoyts like to blow up uh, fletchings a lot. Here. Hey, all, all I know is my original Hoyt has 15 <laughs> notches in it. So, yeah, scoreboard. Joe's already gone scoreboard yeah. on us, man. Yeah, yeah. He, See? he ain't letting us get away from like, that. Look at the scoreboard, boys. Look at the- yeah, yeah. No, look yeah. at my scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm good at there. <laughs> well, I've got a little bit of scoreboard behind me right there, but Joe got to take credit for that too. <laughs> that googly eye there. I want yeah, the googly eye, man. Yeah. That's it. That's the googly eye bull right there. <laughs> Joe's taking credit. Joe takes credit for all of them, man. No doubt, man. Look at that. Too. Look at that. Yep. Yep. That's Luis's. All that bull is. Hey, you know what's funny is I the I don't have it back yet. Um, I my first elk is basically accredited to, to you guys as well because I know for a fact that if I hadn't found your guys's podcast and you guys were just starting out, I mean it was it was like the way it it worked into itself was I was looking for some information and then I was kind of didn't know anything. My brother says, "Hey, check out some podcasts. You know, maybe you find something." And then. First thing I saw was blue collar elk, and I was like, "Hey, guess what I am? You know, I'm not, yeah. not anything more than that." Yeah. So, started listening to you guys. Took, I mean, I just sucked all the information like a sponge and just grabbed and grabbed and grabbed, and then. That's cool, bro. Oh man, wow. it would be awesome if you could get Manano some tips on how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be awesome. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you guys are a little more talented than I am. When it comes to that. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> know how to make paella and <laughs> yeah that song gonna keep yeah. you well fed i promise you uh, yeah so is 100 he's three for three y'all so yeah there ain't no can't, can't mess with the mafia brother oh good news i uh, just found out this evening montana i got my license so we drew as a group my yeah. group oh, to the bone, dude. Awesome. congrats man wow. on y'all in grizzly country uh kind of on the edge i know you guys i my story of uh coming up on a bear or bear coming in while we're like putting the meat strap to our backs yeah that was pretty terrifying um you know and like my brother saying hey there's a bear none of us believing him because you know he's just a constant joker right, right, right. and like then looking up and thinking oh my lord there is a bear like right like maybe 50 yards no more than 50 yards oh, and wow. yeah you just wanted to be sure you weren't the guy with the meat on your pack <laughs> yeah shoot the guy with the meat <laughs> yeah. on the pack the yeah. last one in line you wanted to be the first one. yeah and we had we had one bow and three canisters of bear spray wow mm. yeah i might have saved myself with that bear spray so i wouldn't worry about all the eating he was going to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but you, yeah. you've never seen like it was four four flatlanders run up a mountain as fast <laughs> as we did yeah man, you want to talk about yeah. pure motivation it was like a hive of bees chasing you i told you boys man bear's got a, ba- a past with me once saved but, my life he decided he wasn't yeah. gonna eat my fat ass and i'm telling you they get a pass for life <laughs> yeah <laughs> another reason i wanted to pull sean on here too is that uh guys you know 
uh, our show tonight has been inspired from questions and comments we get from our listeners. You know, because, ladies and gentlemen, the Blue Collar Elk Hunting Podcast from Elk Hunters, by Elk Hunters, for the Elk Hunter, right? Definitely. So, uh, what inspired the show today were letters that I've been getting. And, you know, Sean, you have uh, an incredible circle. I mean, you've got, you know, you hunt with your brother, cousin, right? And, yep, and my cousin. Yep. Right? And then and, friends and, and good I, friends that we bring with us. Everyone. Yeah, and I mean, it's solid group, right? You know, yeah. you've got that chemistry. And, you know, that's one of the things that we're talking about because I get so many letters all the time from people that are like, I want to hunt with a partner or I just lost my partner. They just bailed on me. And this happens so much where people, you know, they draw a tag like you guys did. And all of a sudden the guy they're going to go with says, can't make it, you know, and, uh, and real life <laughs> happens. That stuff happens. Mm -hmm. But guys are like, well, where and how do I find a partner? Well, I've been getting these letters so much, and we're going to announce it on this show because by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be out. But we have just put an addition to our website. You can go to our website, go up to the top menu, and click on Hunting Buddy. And you're going to go to huntingbuddy.elkbros.com. And it is a site where you can put in your profiles and, and we have all kinds of things on the profile that, that are about what hunters do. Right. And that, you know, as far as personalities and habits and different things. And that way people, it, it's a interface for people to find other elk hunting uh, partners, people that think like them, you develop some friendships. It is. Uh, you guys can look me up. I'm the mafia leader. <laughs> and i think sean how did self-proclaimed leader I, I i think you described it as the match.com for elk hunters is that yeah what that's what i called it yep. Heck yeah man i told you farmers only got it going on we need to go ahead elkmatch.com something man heck yeah it's it's Man. called hunting buddy it's hunting buddy it's elk Rose hunting buddy and i encourage everybody out there that's listening um yeah, i need to change my Go, go create a profile um, when it's ready. Uh, as soon as you hear this, go create a profile. Let's build that community so that because everybody knows somebody and it's that ripple effect, it's that web and everybody knows that someone that might be in a situation that they could use somebody to hunt with. So, um, but tonight, man. Yeah, I got to, I got to quit hunting. I got to quit hunting with Luis. I'm going to, I'm going to be the first subscriber. Yeah, yeah. You come up here and hunt with me. We just snowed an inch this morning. Yes, bro. Sean, Sean, you do me a big favor, bro. But I won't take him back. <laughs> they're gonna send him back, man. Hell, they gonna get too fat hunting around that cat. Cooking for everybody. And, and I tell you, man, it it's like uh, I saw Luis's. And Luis has already put on there because you can say like you know what type of partner you're looking for. Luis, what, what, Luis said, I'm looking for a, an elk camp cook. <laughs> <laughs> a a dong strong cook. <laughs> oh my god, man! Of course, Sean. Uh, and of course, Sean. You know what? He ain't put that out on our on our blog. You know, between all of us, five seconds, man. And that ain't same. Joe, look what I put in. Look who they sent me that was going to be able to hunt with me, man. Joe will have to send you the, 
the picture that I sent him on the on the people that, that it told me. <laughs> yeah. From yeah, but hey, look, man, think about it, Joe. A dumb, strong cook. How? That's it. You know, it's dumb. It won't argue with you. You will always be right. Strong. It will help you carry, you know, your packs, your gear, your elk, and all that stuff. And then you'll go come to camp, and they will be cooking. The perfect partner, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and until it's late, and you need to have a conversation, man. So, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's it's all good. I can no. I can call y'all on the Point phone. Point and grunt. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, and, and Manano, Manano almost had all of them. He's just, he's just not strong enough. <laughs> well, you know, he's strong well, like bull. Well, you bring up a great point, Luis, because that was the cool thing in in developing this, and why this is ending up being a podcast tonight. Because it's a great conversation about, well. If we could look at like our own personality set and then find somebody just like our personality, is that somebody we want to hunt with? It might so not that, be the case. It, well, this is why we're going to have this conversation here in a little bit, because I, I think there's a lot of um, moving parts, a lot of dynamics as to what makes a good or a great hunting partner, because, you know, what's great for you, Sean, might not be great for me. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but I can tell you if you were my hunting partner, whatever you said, I would just think, okay. <laughs> well, that's what we all do, Sean. So, I mean, you fit right in, bro. <laughs> that's like, oh, I got oh, we're going to climb that cliff. Hey, if you, if you say so, let's do it. <laughs> and then you think yeah. you're going to start going circles. It's good to see you have the intentions, Sean, yeah. but uh, physically sometimes it's not possible. Yeah, you got to be in good shape. <laughs> hey, round is the shape, Sean. I'm going to tell you straight up, but yeah. you hear a boy eight miles away, you might as well Just get one your question. on Just or one sit question. down and cry. Just one question to Sean. Sean, if you heard, if it was late in the day and you heard an elk go off two miles away, would you tell me that you heard an elk? Hell no. <laughs> How late in the day? <laughs> How late? What well, that, well, that matter. I mean, do How we late? have a That's shot a great of question, getting bro. there? I hunt until, like, the way we hunted last year, we just, at when it was dark and we couldn't see anymore, we stopped, sat down, threw our tent out, and we slept in our tent. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Boom. That's a boom. Yep. Right yeah. there, man. Yeah, yeah when, when, and then we did it all over again. When we Every saw day, the sun day. right above the horizon and we heard an elk, Manano and I got we were like selective hearing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe you guys, man. Hey, I, I got a rule too, Sean. A mile. You know, if he's within three quarters of a mile, mile, I might be able to get there. So if he's any further than that, and yeah, no, yeah. and not uphill. Of course, where we hunt, it's uphill both ways, yeah. like up and down. You know, all the time. Just so we can hold it for later on when we get in our conversation, because you're going to jump out uh, with yeah. us here in a few minutes. But yep. so that we have that, tell me if if you had to describe what it was about your group that made it work in a, a, a short sentence or, you know, a, a blurb here, what would you say that is? Um, I would say it is like, if, if you just take the core of me and my brother and my cousin um, and you look at it, like my brother is very 
a, a very aggressive person. You know, he's got a personality that's just jump at it and go. And then my cousin's a very thoughtful person. He kind of analyzes everything behind the scenes. And I'm, I take both sides on either way. So I fit really good right in the middle of that. And everybody else that we bring along is either one of these three kind of people. And it, it's a pretty good culmination, you know? I mean, 18 days is usually what we end up spending with each other and we haven't wrung the neck yet, so. So I need a degree of separation between me and Manano is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. We both could be both leader of the Venezuela mafia, so therefore you both are going to clash heads every time. It's like, you know. Yeah. Bro, you have no so you got idea. the northern dawn and you got the southern oh. dawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you it is have what it no is. no idea. It's like, oh, the wind's blowing east. No, no. The wind is coming from the that's west. Why, that's it's why he's asking for a dom cook. Freaking woods, he, dude. You see, he's asking for a dom cook. Yeah, and I got it. I just don't have a strong really one. smart. So I argue with him because I'm really smart. Because I'm really smart. But we're going to hold on. He's recognizing, he's recognizing publicly. <laughs> and that you're not strong enough. No. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're going to hold on to this dynamic because they don't oh. really going to get into it, man. So, Gilbert, just rock, man. Guys, y'all know what time it is. It's time for our Elk Bros shout-outs. Shout if you're new to our show, this is just shout-out to a few cities with the most listeners topping our charts this week. Absolutely, man. First, uh, like we always do, man, want to thank those people giving us those incredible reviews on Apple Podcasts. And iTunes, Jim Jones from Eden Rapids, Michigan. And and I he put in his uh, review that he loves Luis's questions because he was like, it was really great to hear somebody. He's always asking the questions I'm thinking, you know. So that was one thing he really liked there. And, Thank you, brother. We'll and, try to know, keep, keep up the pace here <laughs> for you, man. And one thing is, Jim, uh, is that – um, he's been soaking it all up. And because he's been soaking up everything in the podcast, he says his confidence is really gone and he's, he's going to be going back out in 2022. And he's so excited about that. And there's definitely confidence from knowledge, Jim, man. So yeah, we just keep rocking that. That's and right. then we have Craig Klein and, uh, Greg says he likes how we present our info in an easy and entertaining way. And I tell you one thing for sure. We're pretty simple, Craig. It ain't going to get complicated. No. <laughs> not till we get off. Not till you go to Luis's YouTube channel and watch him make arrows, man. Uh, yeah. That gets complicated. <laughs> well, that, that's a good video for get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good video for get to sleep. <laughs> oh, Lord, also remember oh, grinders you can be part of the show and send a 15 to 20 second shout out video through a message on our elk bros instagram or email me at joe at elkrose.com that you have a clip and i'll send you a link uh to our dropbox uh so john before we get into our cities yeah. We want you to give a shout out before you boom out of here, man. Yeah, man. Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm pretty new to this where I live now, but I looked up some history. Um, I, uh, so in 1876, a man by the name of David Kelly gathered everybody in the area because he needed to raise $5,000 
so they could put a train depot in here so that way they could create more commerce in this small area. So once the land was purchased, he named the town around the depot Independence because it was the centennial year of the United States. Oh, wow. That's cool. And that's in Independence, Wisconsin. Independence, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Where the cheese flows like the wines of Capistrana. (laughs) (laughs) And, Bud, we want to thank you for who you are. We really appreciate you, what you do. we, you know, um, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Yeah. Well, we're looking awesome. forward to your future successes, and we're looking. Yeah, I can't wait to actually awesome meet crew. you guys out in camp one day when I come in and actually say hello from camp. There you go. Love it, brother. Ah, uh, hey. I yeah, appreciate all the comments. Thank you, thank awesome. you, Sean, thank so you much guys. for the support, Sean. Yep. Have a thank great you, evening. Sean, and stay in touch, brother. Okay, guys, now for our top listening cities. Gilbert, you're up, man. This week's top listening city had to actually up and move the whole daggum city back in the 1960s. This community in northeastern Oregon lies along the banks of the Columbia River and along Interstate 84. It's a major hub for transportation, and the town motto is on the river on the way but the original city was up and moved south in the 1960s when the john day dam was built and the good thing and that was a good thing that this site now lies below the depths of lake umatilla in none other than boardman oregon boardman oregon yeah Yeah. Sounds like a movie I've seen where (laughs) everybody had to leave a city because, you know, it was getting ready to flood out the whole area. Yeah, and and I don't know if that's Umatilla or Umatilla. Don't know. In Spanish, what would it be? Umatilla. Umatilla, Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Does anybody know what Umatilla means? Mm -mm. Matilla is, I don't know. It could it could be a native in that area. I would think it's a Native American name. Yeah, probably. In that area. All right. Next up, the stop listening city is known for its gambling. Like it rhythm, already. huh? I like it already. Yeah, <laughs> rhythm and blues music and excellent cuisine. It serves as the educational center of the southwest portion of Louisiana. The city is. Petrochemical uh, is a petrochemical refining area and features casino gambling. Home to Magnese State University and the Soela Technical Community College, it's often called the Lake Era. Area. 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 The Lake <laughs> Area. And that would be Lake Charles, Louisiana. Man, Lake, Lake Charles, Louisiana, they sure taken a hit this past year with them hurricanes, man. Uh, sorry been- to see that. You know, hmm. in a tough, have tough year. Have you ever been there me. before, Lake Charles? Many no, days. I have not. Many days I've spent in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Fishing? Oh, well, f- yeah. Fishing and then just working, uh, driving through Lake Charles. I mean, if you've ever been to Lafayette or NOLA or any of that, you're going to go through Lake Charles. So uh-huh. uh, you didn't go there to gamble? You know, I've been there a couple times. That's to oh. the birds a lot. 
Yeah, I've been there to LaBerge a couple times, you bet. Ah. Took customers there and whatnot. Gilbert, so, yeah. so you a gambler, Gilbert? You know, man, I watched uh, I watched a whole lot of people lose a lot of money, Joe. You know, I work hard for mine. I ain't about to give it away because I'm dumb. You know, people that go to gambling, you know, they, they're there to make money, Joe. They're not there to lose money. So uh, most of the time, no, I, I, you know, I don't gamble a whole lot. If I do, I'll take, you know, $500 or something like that, and that's it. Uh, for the weekend, uh, you know, that's my gambling money or maybe 200 or whatever it may be. But... You know, I've won some money. Uh, I like to play blackjack. So, um, you know, I've won some money gambling a little bit, but I, I don't gamble a whole lot, man. I'm not a gambler, man. I like to play poker. I like Texas yeah. Hold'em, and uh, and I, I have to go game. to a gambling house to play poker. But, I, you know, I I, I think that poker's a skill set. I don't think it's For sure. For sure it's a skill set. Absolutely, man. What about you, Manano? You like to play any of that poker or? No, the only gamble I go is with Luis. That's a gamble. <laughs> <Go out. laughs> That's a gamble. You go out with him. Oh my God. He's always losing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Right. Just like After any gambling. Up. Okay, always up losing. next, this city in Wyoming is known as the home of 56 nationalities because of the influx of immigrants from all over the world who came to work in the coal mines that supplied the fuel to power the steam engines of the Union Pacific Railroad. It's home to Wyoming's Big Show, a, a huge Western yearly event with eight days of carnival, concerts, and team roping events. And that's in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Rock Springs, Wyoming in the house. Yeah. Hello, all those listeners in Rock Springs. Hey, guys, thanks for checking us out, man. We appreciate Absolutely. that. All right. This next stop listening city in south southwestern North Carolina is a suburb of Charlotte. It was originally called Stomp Town because of the large amount of tree stumps that were removed to make room for cotton farms. It was named after local local businessman and director of the Central Carolina Railroad, which eventually became the Seaboard Airline Railroad. This is going for Matthews, North Carolina. Matthews, North Carolina. Matthews, man. North Carolina. So we've done we've done gone from Oregon to Louisiana, back up to Rock Springs, and now over to North Carolina. <laughs> Went to West Coast, to the Southern Coast, and straight out to the East Coast. And and we're getting ready to go up the East Coast. Exactly. Uh, I better get this right because sometimes I get all that wrong. But we're going to go up the East Coast to a Washington that I never knew existed, man. Uh, as a kid, I was always confused between Washington, D.C. and Washington State, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is another Washington Virginia. This entire town, not 10 or 20 houses, but this entire town is listed on the National Register of Historic Places as an historic district. Located in the eastern foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains near the Shenandoah National Park, it's more like an English village than a town. Its population is less than 150 people not including two horses, one llama, a flock of sheep, and a dozen or so chickens, <laughs> who the chickens actually live in an ornate chicken house with stained glass windows in the historic district. 
that was built back in the 1800s. And this is Little Washington, Virginia. Little Washington, Virginia now. Straight up East Coast right there, Joe. And they called it Little Washington because it it was so small, but it's only 70 miles from Big Washington, Washington, D.C. So they had Big Washington and Little Washington. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Let's go to tonight's subject, and and we already kind of alluded to, to it a little bit, and we're talking about a great elk hunting partner, and what does that what does that really mean, man? Yeah. So I, I'm going to ask each one of you, and I'm going to start with the youngest of the group. Okay, that's going to be me. That'd be you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and let me ask you, Manano, um, if you had all the information on someone before you moved forward with a partnership, a hunting partner, okay, what would you be looking for? Well, first of all, I have to feel really comfortable to go out with somebody that I don't know uh, in and of course, I mean that person must be a a, a person that I trust somehow. Your uh, audio stuttered there for a second, but I'm gonna call you out, bro. I don't believe you. So, <laughs> because if I remember the story correctly, your wife Ana Karina was telling you about yeah. a cousin of hers that two years. That, Two that, years. He was like to hunt, right? Yeah. So he, but he I, was. He, a, he, he think about all the time you wasted, bro. He didn't <laughs> jump on it when he first heard about it. He took two years. Two years. Oh, just yeah. hearing my wife, you know, hammering me. Hey, call Luis. He's a great shooter. He's a hunter. And I said, he's not a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why wasn't he a hunter, man? No, no, no. He, no, he, he. He, he, I mean, he hunt with shotguns and rifles and, and, you know, for rabbits and little birds and stuff. Uh, that's not a hunter, bro. That's not- <laughs> he was not a big game hunter with a bow, right, Manano? Yeah. So, so, Manano, you said if you, you know, what you're looking for in a partnership, somebody you can go with, you said it'd be somebody you have to trust and somebody you felt comfortable with. So, yeah, and, is, is and, that and, how it was when you went the first time with Luis? No, but... Actually, we have a conversation. We had a conversation. Yes or no? (laughs) No. No, No, but we we had a long conversation, and turns out that she uh, that that Anna told me, "Hey, he knows everybody, and 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 he's a good friend of your friends and and stuff." And then we had a conversation, and and yeah, and he knew Jose Crispy. So yeah, I mean he he he's a he's a nice guy. Uh, I gotta say that he's a nice guy. So I said, okay, Luis, first of all, go out and and buy a bow, and then we can go hunt. And then he he. I'm sure there were many conversations on leading up to this 
hunting partnership, right? Oh, and oh yeah. The feeling out process after y'all went together. And but like uh, look, man, I've known I mean, these cats seriously. since they started hunting together, but and I've seriously. seen the evolution of Luis's hunting. Well, and, and that's why I wanted to bring yeah. this up because I, I originally gave him a question of what he would be looking for, and I think yeah. this is a critical point that I want our listeners to hear, man, because a lot of times what we are we think we're looking for might keep us away from actually finding eating somebody that yeah could end up being a lifelong friend because here we you know you have manano say well first of all i'd have to be comfortable with them and i have to trust with you know trust them and that that wasn't the case necessarily when he met well i i kind of trust him uh, after (laughs) after i got some referrals so no (laughs) so no we we uh, actually uh, i i had that uh bad situation and bad uh you know bad feeling with people right out in the woods and and you know people that is not in the same page with you yep. and and that's really uncomfortable really uncomfortable especially if you are hunting with long weekend or or people complaining for or or the expectation i mean the very first uh lesson that i uh, that i learned uh, back in my country, from my father and my and my uncle, was, I mean, it's not about killing something. It's just going out, have the have the ability to escape from home and spend a weekend without your wife <laughs> and enjoy enjoy the 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 the, the nature. Yeah, oh, and that's in this podcast. Now, now, this is before your dad knew your actual wife so i mean we're, we're yeah, i'm, uh, I'm telling you bro no I'm no sending, no I'm she she knows that she knows she's oh i'm sending this link so right uh, that was my first lesson that i learned uh and and after that we 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 had he several was giving you a way out bro and you keep digging it in i'm an honest guy luis i'm 100 percent honest you know, this stuff about getting away from, from Anna, but yeah, yeah, when, when we're on the mountain and we have an elk coming in, yeah. you know, he calls her. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotta beat hard. Yeah. yeah you do, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, we, we, we had that situation, an, an uncomfortable situation with people <laughs> that you don't know going out and, and it seems to be, uh, you know, if you met somebody and, and, and he said he's a hunter and he know Beto and he know Luis and stuff, you, you, you know, you, you should know that. Oh, by the association of the country. Yeah, you can associate yeah. and you can, right. you know, uh, probably, um, uh, understand that he's a, a, a regular hunter okay so we're going to stop you right you. there bro i'm going to hold you because i don't want that to go too far because i have a little bit more questions on that so let's let's take that over to the compadre over there man and uh uh l- let me ask you and we're, we're going to step all the way back to the beginning that That's an- you had all the information on somebody like right now you're looking for a partner right now like you need a new strong dumb cook whatever it is <laughs> one word answer oh. manano that's gonna yeah. be the answer they said you're not <laughs> strong enough manano. so said you're not strong enough but what are okay. the qualities that you would be looking for Luis? so um you know going back to 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 how i decided to go just 
on a limb and, and, and go to meet Manano the day we were actually going to go hunt. <clears throat> well, well, wait a second. Before you do that, though, what were – did you have any reservations and why? No, did I didn't. you have conversations before you Yeah, we, we had a couple phone conversations yeah. prior to, and and – you could kind of pick up on the chemistry over the over the phone and 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 the familiarity and the commonality and and you can kind of feel the vibe of the person right and and uh so i, I don't i never had any doubts she couldn't resist <laughs> i i never i really never had any doubts that it was going to be a bad experience plus i'm i'm usually i'm usually it, uh, it, it, I'm usually very open, uh, the first time, you know, so my personality type is I'm usually, I, I enter into a friendship or a relationship wide open, open yeah. and then, you know, depending on what I, the, the kind of retribution I get, whether it's good or bad, I stay open or I close up. Forms his so, opinion. Yeah. I've watched yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of, that's the way I am. And that's the way I kind of went into meeting Manano, just wide open. And then he what? He opened in 360. No, now, <laughs> now I'm starting to shut down pretty bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of hot. When, plus, like I said, I always, I always go in and try to look the good in people first. That's normally my tendency. And then, Definitely. you know, as I see things progress, this is how I start. Okay, wait a minute. Maybe this is not the honeymoon I thought it was going to be or whatever, or it is, you know, it stays like that. So, um, no, I, right off the bat, you know, I met him and, and, you know, it just completely proved the phone conversations as far as it, we were kind of very on the same page. I, uh, so if um, Manano if Manano moved away today and you had to go look for that next pig hunting partner out there, mm-hmm. what qualities he would die? For? Oh man, I yeah, it would be out a way to be together. It, it'll be it'll be a pretty bad day for sure. Uh, you know, as much as I hate him, I love him. You know, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but the truth is that uh, the the qualities of somebody. Uh, I want to make sure that if I'm out in the woods, I can depend, I can trust my life on that person. Mm. You know, that's, that's the kind of trust that I need to have. And that trust is not something that you kind of earn or, or gain from one day to the other. That trust is built. Yeah. And uh, you, you build that by, you know, sharing more and more experiences like that. And that's why you have to go out and try and just try to hunt with different people, invite different people out there and, and show them, you know, I've had, I have a lot of really good friends, uh, the hunt that have hunt with me and, uh, love hunting with them as well. And that's how it was, you know, it's just kind of, Hey, here, let me introduce you to this. This is what I love. This is my passion. Seeing them grow, uh, as well. And, uh, and I think that trust continues to be built and, uh, I, you know, I trust those guys with my life. So, it's uh Luis a quick study too man he's very good at assessing situations and also understanding he can he can read a book really quick and uh he he pinpoint a guy pretty pretty quick after first meeting him whether he knows if that guy's of that ilk or not you know yeah and uh so but yeah I, I get where he's coming from you know? No, I agree with you, Beto. I consider myself a strong judge of character, Very. but uh, but I I have <laughs> I pulled all you do, man. <laughs> uh, but but uh, 
Well, the truth of the matter is, I've I've known to to make mistakes. Believe it or not, Manano. Look, you and I have talked about those mistakes, guys, that you've hunted yes. with, and we're like, oh, my God, what have I done here? You yeah. know? And, and yeah. for me, Joe, it's about 100%. I got to like you, you know. And, I, I, you know, for years, my business was taking guys hunting and fishing, clients, you know. But I didn't hunt with people I didn't like, you know. I just wouldn't do it. I got to trust you. I got a loaded weapon with me, with you behind that loaded weapon. Look, I've been shot on hunting trips. Uh, I mean, seriously, this is something that you really got to dive into and understand. Take seriously. You, 100%. Your life seriously, you oh. know. So, like I said, when, when you're in bear country or you're in wolf country or, you know, you're sl- slinging shotguns or arrows or whatever it may be, man, you got your life in that guy. And, and, you got your hand, his your, his his life in your hands and your life in his hands. Yeah, absolutely. So, and and another point, going back to my question, Joe, uh, to me, it's 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 a must that uh, that I have to be surrounded by good people, you know, yeah. big hard people. That's one of the most important, uh, 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 you know, uh, qualities. Quality of the person that that I go out. It, it's it's really unselfish. Important. Yeah, it yeah it's really be, important. Again, say that again for me. It's really important to have a, a, a big, I mean, big hard people around you, good people, I mean, good person. It, it's really important because if, if you have a, you know, a really picky guy and, and the Pretty food is down. bad, mm-hmm. it's raining, you miss a couple of shots, <laughs> there's no animal around, uh, the, the, the place is pack of hunters. So, so you're, you're not, you're the negative vibe is what you uh, think. Yeah, because 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 good people. I mean, it's so that term is so relative. Everybody thinks they're good people. Yeah, <laughs> but but to your point, what you know, and I agree with Manano is is that that mentality of of being positive is that mentality of being you know the, kind, unselfish, kind. given, uh, you know, willing to 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 sacrifice and to put in you know yeah. think of the team in general. Um, I, and, I, I agree. And enjoy, enjoy uh, everybody else's uh, kill. Yeah, there's the same way the same I enjoy way. mine. Would you enjoy so your to me, it's more important more. to fulfill their expectation than mine. But, you I mean, know, this, this is all said and good, you know, for mm-hmm. once you have, like you said, once you have some experience with that person. But, you know, that skill set of being a good judge of character um, as far as in a conversation or what type of things would give a person up that you would know about. Before we get into that too deep, though, you know, I know Chav um, traveled all the way up uh, on the mountain this year to be with uh, this group. And it was a Mm -hmm. huge goal of his. He didn't have a hunting license, didn't have a bow went up there uh and it, it was it was hard for you bro and went up there and froze your butt off and and i think you came more than for just the steak man so <laughs> well well the steak had a lot to do with it come on that daggum meat will drive you, got you to up see elk again you got uh, to see elk again and here the uh, five-star restaurant up there in the hills was was a big drive <laughs> just the opportunity to uh you know hear 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 and see the elk 
But, uh, you know, I, I enjoy being around people that, uh, you know, enjoy a good, you know, have fun, you know, have fun. And uh, you can sense if a person is, is uh, honest and reliable and all that in just a few conversations. And I think w one thing we have going for us is the fact that it's like the three musketeers all for one and one for all. And that's all aspects of the grind. You know, if you enjoy hunting, you got to enjoy all aspects of the grind. Uh, and that means, uh, you know, staying up, uh, getting up early, which is tough for, I think, all of us, except Joe. You know, he can get up at 2 o'clock in the morning, no problem. But, I hate that. You know, you know, getting up early and, you know, staying out late, uh, that's important. And uh, be ready to hike. And like the guy said, you know, I know there were times in the past where, you know, I was getting hungry, I was getting tired, it was getting getting dark. Uh, we didn't have the fancy GPSs and all that. And I would hear an elk. And I said, well, I thought I heard an elk, but I'm not going to tell him. Because <laughs> 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 my stomach has got to be fed. But, uh, you know, and I think all the guys in our group respect uh nature and respect the hunt you know yeah. respect the you know the animals that we hunt you know there's a respect there and for each them. other yeah yeah it's a and, uh, huge you know, respect i don't know if we're going into the minuses <laughs> well we we are going to hit those in here in a minute but here's here's some of my thoughts and here's what i want people to really think about because a lot of the things that you guys just talked about you know, the love, the passion, um, somebody that's going to, that you can trust your life with. Um, this so you all, stop there. You all, please listen carefully because he's open his, his chest telling, <laughs> the, telling you all what he needs to be out of people. So this is going to be interesting, Joe. Go ahead. Well, the, the thing that I, I want to point out is, is that the, the guy that is kind of responsible for this group, if you had ever called him on the telephone and and said, uh, hello, Mr. Gamage, uh, or if, um, what did you say? If, if you would have ever met him walking up to him in the woods, maybe even, or um, if uh, you told him, you know, you didn't like the way he ran a camp or <laughs> that wouldn't be something you'd want to say. The, the, the thing I want to tell you is that I, I think that personality traits attract person. Well, they, you know, all right. So let's take a look at this group dynamic right here. Mm -hmm. Right. What makes this group work? You know, because when we start looking at personality types, right. I'm, I'm an A personality type, right? Uh, Gilbert's an A personality type. Uh, Luis is, um, he's, he's kind of that A, B intellectual B. work. He's, he's mm -hmm. like tofu, man. Uh, and Manano's very B oriented. Chav's very B oriented. And, and if, if for those of y'all that don't understand those, uh, those personality types, you know, you just take a look at me and Chav. Right. Yin and yang. You wouldn't find. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're total yin and yang, man, mm -hmm. when it comes to personality. Mm -hmm. But when it but comes it to 
yeah, when it comes to our our thought processing, um, or I don't even know if it's thought processing because we might come to the same point in a different way. Team working. How we view things, our viewpoints, um, uh, the things that are important to us, our value system. So when you start bringing that into the mix, a lot of times, sometimes you got to get through the personality to see the value. So tell us a little bit about your first conversation with Carl Gamage there, buddy. Man, look, so, you know, I wanted to go on a real live elk hunt, you know, real Western elk hunt, the real deal, really good friend of mine, Terry Bartiz, my taxidermist. Terry told me, I got a guy for you who's Ronnie Bartiz, best friend. He's in New Mexico, runs a world-class operation, but you got to be qualified to go on that hunt. And he goes, so you're going to have to call him. He don't do email. He don't do none of that other stuff. Straight up on the phone. And believe me, when you talk to him, he's a little rough around the edges. Man. A little rough around the edges? It's like a badger with a bad tooth, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, so I'm a, you know, I'm an oil field guy. I'm used to dealing with cranky ass oil field superintendents and company men at the drilling rig site. They've been up for 24 hours, ain't had no sleep in three days. They got a wildcat up their ass that's about to blow them up, you know. So I'm used to dealing with guys that have personality traits that are, uh, I would say. Unconventional. uh, very unconventional, <laughs> right? So when I called him on the phone, Carl Gamage answered. He said, "Hello." I mean, that's straight up. Not custom hunting services, Carl. Here, uh-uh, no. Hello, <laughs> you know. I said, uh, "Mr. Gamage." I said, "My name is Gilbert Ornelas, and I got your name from Terry Barty. He, I want to come on a, uh, a bow hunt, hunting elk." And he said, "Hell, you say?" I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that's, you know, Terry told me to call you. He said, you know, Terry Barty? I said, yes, sir. He said, hmm, I'll be calling him in a minute. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to buy an elk from this cat. You know, and then, man, he just lit me up about crap he don't do. You know, I don't do assholes. I don't do this. I don't do that. Can you do this? Can you do that? He said, everybody thinks they're a bow hunter until they get up here and everything they know runs out the crack of their ass by the time they're done here. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my, and I'm being a little unleashed here, but that's straight up Carl Gannett, right? <laughs> um, and I absolutely loved him. He reminded me a lot of my grandfather and my grandfather was a hard man, but a fair guy and loved life. Carl Gamage was the epitome of that. And, and that, that's, that's really, that's the thing that I want to make, because if you ever met Carl out there, I mean, this guy came across like he, his, Gunny he had a crust on him about a foot thick. And, but yet he'd sit out there and he'd start talking about kids. He'd start yeah. talking about, you know, um, Love young kids. people and, and the outdoors and stuff. And, and man, it, it's like things just melted away. And, and you got to see this. Incre- he had the heart the size of Texas, you know, Definitely. And, and was incredibly giving. And I got news for you. If you were going to go through heck with a handbasket, you wanted him on your side, man, because. Yeah, was- if I'm fighting hell with a water pistol, Carl Gamage is right in my hip pocket. Absolutely. So that's. um. That's how this group got put together. 
right? Yeah. I met Joe Gillia on an elk hunt in R.C. Knox, Kent Miller. Uh, I want to say Ross Miller. Met the great Bob Hederman, who's got an unbelievable voice for what he does for us on the show. Um, met him. Uh, met so many good people uh, at elk camp. And then, you know, things changed. Uh, Carl lost his lease and, you know, Carl started doing some other things. And then, man, the rug was pulled out from under us on an October evening when Joe Gillia called me on the phone and told me that one of my very good friends, I mean, I elk hunted with Carl for five years, I think, maybe six, and um, that Carl had passed away. And it might as well be my own daddy, you know. Um, very tough thing. Joe and I talked a couple days after that, and we were dead set on keeping our group together and elk hunting because we liked it. We liked the vibe, and, you know, I think a little bit of it was kumbaya for sure, but we loved the vibe, man. We loved how each other went about elk hunting. Joe was helping me, number one, get my my crap together and get in better health and, uh, you know, work on being a better dad and a better person. No, no, uh, look, I'm going to interrupt you there. I could never have helped you to be a better dad because you were an incredible father. I just well, I appreciate you, that. I wanted you to stick around and be there for those kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and one of the other things, if y'all have listened to any of the Reflection series on Western uh, Contours podcasts, or where you can really hear the heart of what came out of that elk hunting camp and uh, helped me change my life forever. Sure. You know? So I, I can never, ever repay this group um, with what it's meant to me, these guys, right? Joe Gillia, Leroy Chavez, I mean, and then the two Venezuelan guys that have come into our life because of elk hunting. I met Luis on a drilling rig in 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 North Dakota, uh, North, North Dakota man, and up in the you know the wilds of North Dakota. I mean, there was nothing out there but us, you know. Uh, and then our relationship transcended from there to personal relationship, right? And then. The whole time he's telling me about his really good buddy Manano, and and for me, I I I, I endear um, Luis so much because I he's such a quality character guy, right? So for me, if that guy is a friend of Luis's, I, he's my brother. You know, it's the same thing with you and and Chad, Joe. If that's your brother, well, immediately he's my brother. Right. Because at the end of the day, we're kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Totally, totally opposite on some things, but doesn't mean that we can't be together on a lot of things, right? But at the end of the day, we respect one another, beliefs, religion, politics, all that crap we respect it. Might not agree, but we respect each other and we love one another. But that didn't come without some molding and some time being together. Luis and I hunted a lot of days together before we ever went elk hunting, right? And uh, again, I knew Luis was of my kind of ilk, of my kind of guy that I knew that he was down with me. If it got, if it went down, Luis was gonna stand at my back and fight hell with that water pistol. And that's the feeling that I think these guys that are looking for an elk hunting partner or for a hunting partner to begin with, it's a brotherhood, man. Um, well, it I, is, I think it a is, lot of people would just is. like to have somebody that's willing to go and, you know, because th there can be other things in, that 
you know, like, for example, if I'm somebody that wants to have camp on my back and go back 20 miles, but you're somebody that's like, heck no, I don't want that, man. I mean, I yeah, want well, we ain't hunting together, Joe. Yeah, we ain't hunting together. Not right? until we find a middle ground or something, you know. Right. Lots of conversations need to be had before y'all get in the woods together. That's absolutely right. That's why these are some of the things that, you know, when we're doing something like what we're doing with Hunting Buddy, man, I want people to be able to go on there. But I, I also want you to understand that when you look at the black and white, when you look at a personality type, that doesn't always mean that you want somebody like yourself to hunt with right, you, man, right. right? So, and you said something like, you know, he had good character, right? So a lot of people, I mean, that's a, a very dynamic broad term right there and you know chav how would you define a, a person of good character that you want to be around with i mean because uh -huh. you've hung with me for a bunch of years and i'm i'm a little on the rogue side and i'm a little <laughs> outlaw at times but uh but you hang with me what he, he's a ninja he can see through the skin <laughs> and bones i think he can reel you back in too joe well, I think a lot of it is, is uh, you know, accepting people for who they are, they are. you know, because we're all different. You know, all, all five of us are different and, you know, we all have our little uh, idiosyncrasies and stuff. And, you know, it's something that you kind of adjust to. And uh, but the main thing is uh, it's a group that likes to have fun, but yet, you know, put the time in to, to succeed at what we do. And, you know, we take, uh, we take safety serious, you know, some, some people don't, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I know it's a, we, we joke about, uh, hearing an elder bugle late in the night and, or late in the afternoon and not wanting to let Joe know, <laughs> but the reality is if he says, let's go, we're going, we're going, you know, we're, yeah. we're going to do the grind. Uh, so, you know, I just think uh, we have a group that stays positive and I know there's like, we've had two or three days in a row where we haven't even seen an elk, but uh, in the back of our minds, we know that if we just keep grinding, we're going to, we're going to locate something and it's who you're with. That makes a big difference. You know, you have to believe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, agree a hundred percent, Chav. Keep going, brother. Oh, I'm not sure where I was heading, but <laughs> you know, I think everybody in the group's pretty selfless. You know, uh, I know some partners from other groups may kill an elk and they're done. You know, yeah. they stay. So that individual's done, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the individual's done. He's he's not part of the group anymore. He's pretty much at camp, you know, uh, drinking or or doing whatever. Or maybe he's gone back back home. He doesn't hang around to help the rest of his group finished their hunts, you know, and that's what I like about our group is, you know, everybody's, everybody pulls their own weight. And if they're done early and, you know, some of you guys get done pretty quick, uh, you still keep hunting, you know, help, help uh, the rest of the group. So I, I like that, mm -hmm. but uh, it's, it's pretty tough. I think if you're going to look for a, a hunting partner, you know, talk, talk to them more than one time, you know, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, like even us, when we split up, we have a general area we're going to hunt. And if we know that 
Joe and Manon and Luis are in this area, we just don't want to go in that area, even if we do hear something, because we don't want to interfere with the, with the hunt. And I know in the past, uh, we've had some uh, some friends that went with us, and uh, they interfered in a couple of hunts, and, and that's not a good thing either. So, you know, if there's a plan, you kind of have to stick to the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, you know, I've, I've brought, I've brought, let's see, five guys. Uh, and all of them, if they called tomorrow, uh, I think Joe would, would say, yeah, I mean, you know, if we got the numbers right, even one of those guys could come back. Um, they've all been really good guys, extremely hardworking, um, you know, but we do a good job of managing expectations. Joe does a fantastic job of letting the guys know how the cow eats the cabbage. Um, and these guys know that, man, at the end of the day, we're here for one another. You so know, I think I, I think there's two things, though, that, that I'm hearing out of this. And, and Luis, you're always real good at paraphrasing stuff. But hmm. I, I hear – because one thing that happens when guys hunt together is they spend a crap load of time together, man. There's – I mean, there's going to – there's the time when you're act actively hunting and there's the times when you're kicking it by a tree. There's times when you're kicking a camp. There's times when you guys, I mean, you just have this time where you really get to find out a lot about the person that you're with. So I, I think communication is, is, is huge. I mean, those conversations, I think the more conversations that you have and, <laughs> and it's funny, it, it you have to have a commonality that kind of has a little bit of a friendship before some of those conversations really elicit yeah. themselves. Yeah, right? man. Every one of those guys that I'm talking about are my friends to this yeah. day. I could call any one of them and they'd be here in five minutes if yeah. I needed them. And, but and what you I, just said, go ahead, Luis. What you just said, Joe, uh, is very key. Look, uh, we all have our differences, right? And I think there will be times in which you will kind of face strong differences, you know, with other people and whether it's for hunting in your life or whatever. But I think it's always key to go back and latch onto those commonalities, onto that friendship, that love, that, you know, relationship first and say, Hey, look, listen, I know we don't agree with what's happening right now. And that's okay. We're humans. We don't have to agree on everything. Mm -hmm. I know that we're very different, uh, opinionated with regards to this specific topic, but we have to start from the foundational base that we're friends, we love each other, and what we, we want was best for each other. And even though if we don't agree, we have to at least communicate and understand that we don't agree and that's okay. Grinders tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Elk Hunting Podcast. Our goal is to share our knowledge and help you flatten that learning curve so that you too can have some of the very same incredible experiences that have given all of us here at Elk Bros a lifetime of memories. If you like what you hear or see, you can get all of this information plus so much more from our Base Camp Elk Hunting Training Camp, the first in a series of online courses from our Blue Collar Elk Academy. Our base camp training camp allows me to use my coaching style and share almost 40 years of elk hunting experiences successfully hunting elk on public lands as well as over 20 years guiding hunters of all ages and experience levels. 
This course will be like nothing you have ever experienced in concept and structure using success-based coaching techniques that will elevate your confidence and skill sets. Our camp will prepare you specifically from that final moment most in your control, those final minutes or seconds the elk is in front of you, backwards through each step and level, allowing you to see, visualize, understand, and relate every coaching point to what lies ahead, the next step, the next thought process, the next success. Because y'all, you've already been there. You know what it looks like. By tapping my 30 years of teaching and coaching experience, our camps are developed considering multiple learning modes with text, visuals, audio, as well as video. And base camp will benefit those new to elk hunting all the way to the 10 to 15 year vet. So if you are looking for that one thing to help you fill that tag this year, invest in the most important piece of equipment there is, you and your elk hunting knowledge. You can find the Blue Collar Elk Hunting Academy and the Base Camp Training Camp at elkbros.com. That's E-L-K-B-R-O-S dot com. Keep dreaming of the screaming, believing in achieving, and most of all, keep grinding. That's hard to do. It sounds so simple, Joe. It's so freaking hard to do. It is, but it isn't because it's like, it's, it's like I know what pushes your button. Uh, and I know that what upsets you, so I can either choose to upset you or we can have a conversation. That's what, yeah. that's what uh, I try to do all, all the time, Joe. Find the button <laughs> and push my button. He doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't try. His his own nature doesn't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. For our listeners out there, I want you to. I want you to understand something. If you look at at the five of us, we start from. Well, Chav's almost seventy. I'm almost sixty. Gilbert's uh, in his early fifties. Luis is heading up to forty-five. Manano's right at that forty. So we kind of go down the line like that. All of us have different political, religious viewpoints we have a lot of commonalities and and uh, you know especially when it comes to like father figures and and i think that has a big impact with guys right um but we have so we have a lot of differing opinions of because we get money and we all get money in our pocket differently and Mm -hmm. and generally your opinions kind of wrap around a lot of times what puts money in your pocket right for a lot of people i mean there's that's a whole nother conversation big time Uh, but and 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 religion but i don't care i don't care what you you know what church you go to or 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 where you get your faith or how you feel inside we don't, i can we don't tell even, a person that cares and loves other people yeah. and is a we good don't person. even talk about religion or politics and stuff in the camp and i we do I don't we did touch on politics a little bit and, and you know i choose to stay quiet Not a good but. thing <laughs> I don't know about politics. Hey, but look, and, here, and here's where it goes on the political scale with that. You know, I want, I want, me and Gilbert are A personalities, right? Uh, we're both very strong personalities uh, uh, in, in, in our own way, but yet there's a lot of respect. And, and I know, I know his passion is going to, at times, especially if he gets pissed or angry or if he's got something going on, his passion is going to overflow. And it's just like me sometimes when, when I feel like um, 
there's times it's like with our wives, right guys? Like when yeah. we know we're wrong and that yeah. they're right, it just pisses us off that they're sure. right. You know, sure. that's why my nana's always pissed at me. <laughs> so we got to, got to give guys space and grace yes. right, yes. for them to be, feel the way that they need to feel. And you but, know, the, but us too. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So that's, that's the perfect. Beauty, that's the beauty of our group is none of us are set out maliciously to to mash one another. You know, no. we we well, we definitely, I, uh, there are times. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, no, at, yeah. no, no, I don't. At think the end so. of it, man, none of us have any malice towards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I love. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Gilbert. Man, I, I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I'm not good at. Uh, I'm I'm not good at staying too serious about some of that stuff because I, I think in this world we get angry way too easy over a lot of things and sometimes we don't want to see the forest for the trees and well, I'm like Chav, man. I'm here to have a good time only if it's for a short time. But I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not doing anything that I don't have fun 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 with. I just don't. My life has been that way. I grew up in some turmoil and stuff like I'm not living my life in turmoil. We're going to have peace and unity and everybody's going to love one another. And we're going to go out there and we're going to fight hell with a water pistol together. Have fun. Shoot some elk. Get it knocked out. Work our tails off and test our metal every day against the elements. How, right? how important are roles in all of that? I think the roles are big. I mean, you know, uh, definitely you're the leader of the group. We look look to that, uh, you yep. know. And it's as we evolve in this group, Joe gives us a little more responsibility every year about moving on in our own direction with our elk hunting, right? So I, I have felt that coming for years, you know. And that's what I want anyway. I, I'm a guy who... Like Joe said, I'm a natural leader. I, I naturally want to jump out in front of the bus, uh, you know, when a lot of times I got to choke my chain and choke me back, you know. Uh, but that's just me. But, but I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely a team player, right? Absolutely. And the cats we hunt with, brother, like I said, man, I would not want anybody else on my team than Joe, Chav, and them two Venezuelan boys that I would fight hell with a water pistol tomorrow. They posted a deal on VM hunters of us in a real sacred spot that's straight up sacred to my heart. And I'm like, those are the boys that I ride the river with. Oh yeah. I'm gonna, tell you, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I love uh, of you guys. I love, uh, you know, seeing Joe coaching us every single minute. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's a coach. Yes. He he will be coaching you from three three thirty four a.m. till yes. eleven. Ten. Till the night we lay our head. Yeah, down. then I love pushing Louis's limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, I, we're all pushed to the limits. Up there. Then I, I put the bear, and then I got Beto's leash. <laughs> I got Beto's leash in the middle of the wood. I freaking freaking bad though i love that and then finally when he finally talks that's gonna be a lesson for me that's the ninja chavez that's a lesson he's if he says something is because gospel is because it's important so you gotta listen and i want to tell you about like you take a look at chav and i we've been elk hunting partners now for this is gonna be 
40 years, 39 years. And you take a look at our personalities and I'm the one that is always let's do this. And, uh, uh, Chav, Chav is 90 miles like, an hour when his hair on fire. Yeah. You just, Chav's like, well, yeah, you, you make the decision for me, but I'm going to, I'll be right there with you, man. I mean, step for step, he's right there. And, but yet till a bear comes around, Joe, then he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> he's like me. Bear gets a pass. My ass is out. Yeah. Peace. So, so, but I think a lot of it is our thought process. You know, I think, I think there's a respect. I think there's respect. I think there's thought processing. I think there's values and moral systems that have to be in line. I, I, and, and that doesn't mean that they have to be rigid, you know, because I think, I think we have all grown because of each other. Leaps and bounds. Yes. So one of the things I I been wanting to, and I I found a couple of two segues there to kind of jump in, and and um, one of them is when when we were talking about um, kind of limits, and then you know pushing buttons and stuff like that as a joke. But um, with regards to limits, man, uh, one of the things that tend to happen in hardcore hunts because it's different when you go meet somebody on a hunt like say Beto you know we go to South Texas it's just kind of semi-relaxed you have you know you know good facilities uh you're not really putting all that immense effort out there but when you go on a hunt like we do out in the woods for 10 days and 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 it, it tests your limits and it tests your limits on, you know, mentally and physically. Just Very waking quick. up in the morning. Yes. Freaking 3, three 4 yes. a.m. Yeah. Freezing I mean, to death, getting, getting so dressed. You really get to know somebody. Go straight to my tent. When, when you realize that those limits show a bit more of that person's personality and the way they respond and the way they react to things. And we all react and respond differently. But what I think has been key to this team is the fact that even though we have all seen us at those limits, we have learned how to compensate and, you know, help that person in that situation. We all have a way to kind of, and this happens organically. I don't think we planned this, but somehow somebody steps in and calms the situation down, you know, and just kind of keeps keeps levels relaxed and just helps that person in need. And look, yeah, it's, that would be me with Frangelica and Paella. So, but but uh, you get <laughs> what I mean, beer. right? And so there was, I, and I'm going to give you a quick example, Joe. Last year. Um, after Manano's kill, um, we went back to camp and it started, it was cold, it started snowing, sleet. Um, it was late at night and and we finally got to camp and I'm like, man, finally, this is a wrap. I was wasted. I was tired. And, uh, you know, we, we were getting to camp to start cooking and all that stuff. And uh, I realized that I lost my phone. And... I lost my phone. I must have dropped my phone when we were loading the elk way back there, right? And man, yeah, I was just which was like 
probably an hour or so away. Oh, from yeah. Ah, man, already I, that got me so upset because it's like my only means of communication with home, you know, all my information, all that stuff, you know, you're in the middle of the woods. And <laughs> that honestly put me, I was like. And it, then it, what? And then I was, what? I was pushing his limit. I, said, I was on, I was on a limit. Relax, that, bro. I was on a limit at that point. It's like, man, I just, you know, I need. We need to go back, and then it's like, no, oh, we'll yeah. go tomorrow. But if we go tomorrow, it's already snowing. It's gonna be under snow. We're not gonna be able to find it. So, man, talk about being stressed out, right? Yeah, so, super stressed. You know, Joe immediately kind of jumped in and said, "Come on, man, let's jump on the on the mule and let's go." But at the same time, it's like, man, I don't. I don't want to put Joe in that situation. You know, I, I hate being in a situation like this. And it just, I was pretty bummed out and I was negative, man. I was not feeling good. We got out there. We, I started kicking snow and we started it looking for it. was blizzarding on the way over there, man. I know. Like, dude, it was in, in, in my mind. So here, here's the Holy other side of the story. Yeah. In my mind, you know, he's like, I lost my phone and I'm like, Oh, what do you mean, man? What's up with these freaking phones? Because, you know, we were... Dumb you know, guy. You know, Gilbert had just lost his the day before. Yeah. yeah. Manano was on his. I'm like, we got to get rid of the freaking phone. I was, you know... So inside, yeah. you know, part of you is like just angry because you're frustrated with the situation too as yeah. much as you are. But at the same time, you have to put yourself in the other person's shoes. And, and it's like, look, man... Well, and I pushed his buttons too that even because i was pissed that i didn't hear from y'all and i i, I could oh any, yeah that's right i forgot about that i could that's, not get any conversation that's so true chav and i are, you know chav and i are freaked out not knowing where you guys are or uh brendan and i brendan and i are freaked out not knowing where you guys are and we're like god damn it is really late you know and i ain't heard from nobody or whatever so I'm stressed and I don't get stressed, but man, look, it's blizzarding out there. Yeah. And you know, now I'm stressed that my boys are in trouble and I ain't got no way to talk to them. We got these friggin' Zolio things. Care, it's love. And so yeah. all of that turns into anger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when Luis got there, I tore his ass up, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, freaking, and my hands were full. I was carrying yeah. a freaking elk down the Luis mountain. Is already no like, hey, man, I done heard enough of this shit. You know, he goes, we got something else to do. Cap that, dude. I'm not hearing none of that. You know? And I'm like, hmm, okay. All right, buddy. Sounds good. And, and, and Manano's like, yeah, man, he's really, he's really, cre you know, creeped out that he lost his phone. And I'm like, ooh, but I didn't know he lost his phone. So, you know, absolutely. We it was like a little kid just yeah, crying. We had, to, we had to work through that. And I eventually apologized, Luis. I said, hey, listen, man. But, uh, you shouldn't. And he apologized back. Should've, yeah. Should have done something. What, what I'm trying to get to is like, you know, a couple of things. You started the show talking about, hey, man, you know, what does it really take? What are you looking in people and stuff like that? And, and look, everybody's going to have their limits. Hunts like this are going to test it, to test those limits and to show you the core of that person at the their worst moments, right? And, you know, I think that you understanding that, knowing how that person is in those moments, the knowing how to respond to that is extremely important. Those things need to happen and you need to learn how to deal with those things out there in the woods. Because I think that's, again, back to how Joe and, and Beto handled the situation during and afterwards helped me get out of that 
that hole in which I was at the moment because of that stress, which I'm extremely appreciative of, right? So that's important. And I just want, it's going to happen. And so keep that in mind. Well, we even, I, I, you know, I when we think, got Joe, there, when we yeah, got go there, we couldn't find the phone. You I, know, when I, I saw, when I saw how much, I, I could see it destroying him inside, you know, uh, and, and to the point where I felt his pain and I was like, no, you know, we're not going to give up, man. We, we can do this, you know, and, and sometimes it's just like, it's like we've said with elk hunting. It's like we say with anything, sometimes it's just one more, man, mm -hmm. just one, one more, more time, just one more ridge, just one more effort, just one more hill. And we were actually going back to the bike to leave and head back. Cause I mean, it is, it's getting to be a dangerous situation because my phone is dying and and basically it's pretty much dead so we had no con you know communication whatsoever something happened and uh and it just something said and and i talk to people about this a lot of times that that feeling whether it's a spirit talking to you a sixth sense i don't know man but some said <laughs> we'll try again man and i was like bro let's go look one more time and we walked back to the same area we'd already been through and doggone if I didn't see that phone in the snow. I don't know how I did, you know? Yeah. So, but the, the thing that I want to get out of this is this is stuff that we have incurred that help us to know each other. This is things that we've gone through that have helped us, but for people trying to figure out a partner, you know, to do that. I you think have the some one, conversations. Yeah, yeah. The only thing you can really have, first of all, you can find your commonalities, right? Right. You know, uh, because all of us have a commonality. All, I mean, you can draw a web from one person to the other here, yeah. right? Yeah, On our commonality. We all love hunting. Yeah. We all love hunting. Um, we all have this thing about hunting the bow. We think that uh, elk are just the most majestic, incredible critters. We love camaraderie. Uh, that that's huge. That's Team. something that, that mm -hmm. we take in. Now, a lot of times I'm like so doggone aggressive that it's like I'm just I'm going right. And but this group brings a different kind of commonality. And I think all of us feel what's important to us. And it's gotten to the point where I really, even though I want to get the deal done. I want to see my boys get the deal done, right? Yeah. So it's it's like if you were talking to somebody and they were talking about, yeah, I'm going to close the deal, you know, and, and, and they seem like somebody that's like overly aggressive, sometimes you can mistake passion for negativity, I guess, is, is something there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I tell that to my teams all the time. You know, I might get a little loud. I said, don't, don't confuse passion with lunacy. I'm not a freaking lunatic. I'm just passionate about what we're doing here, you know, about how we're doing it, about the way we're doing it. Um, and and I think, I think, man, we have that in our group, you know. And I think the only way you get that, Joe, and, you know, talking about the app on the web and everything, right. you build those commonalities in who you want to find a hunting partner. And then from there, you move forward with conversation and you know maybe even a, a meeting somewhere where you meet somebody 
uh, over a, a cold one or whatever it may be, glass of tea, uh, but y'all put together a plan and, and you know you got commonalities. You know that you, you know, this is a guy that you could possibly ride to a river with. I don't know if you go doing, you know, background checks on people. I mean, there, there's so many safety things out there you know these what? days. But yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, you're going to know within about 10 minutes of talking to somebody on Absolutely. the phone where these are the guys that you can possibly see yourself hunting with, man. You know, I still think they're. I still believe in the good human element today, even though we live in a wicked ass society. I still believe in that there are more good people out there than there are bad, Joe. Well, without uh, a site like ours, where do people find hunting partners? How do they find hunting yeah. partners? What What would you hunting with other people? Yeah. Hunting with other people, uh, you know, yeah, both go out, go to mouth, go to your yeah, word of mouth, go to your bow shop. I've I've met a few people in public land. You know, yeah. and actually exchanged phones and kept in touch with them, you know, and, uh, you know, real nice people. I haven't gone out to hunt with them yet, but uh, because I haven't had the need I'll, to go out hunting with somebody uh, that I don't know yet. But I fished, I fished at a really high level for a long time, and I had maybe three or four really good fishing partners. It's like a marriage, Joe. Hunting, your hunting partners yep. are almost like a marriage, and well, yeah, you got to you got to treat it as such. You know, you foster it. You you got to put them first a lot of times. Uh, so for me, that's the way my hunting brothers are too, man. You know, I, I said this the other day. We had our our yearly meeting at our our hunting ranch down there at the Monte, uh, Montenegro, and and I told these guys that were there. I said, fellas, I'm gonna tell you right now, if well, there's only ten, eight, nine guys on the whole ranch. If I didn't like one of you or I didn't think one of you were of the right ilk moral compass, I'm out because I don't do that. You know, these guys are good people. You know, some of them are famous people, you know, that uh, that are very good people. And I'm like, uh, I would not be here. Number one, it's expensive. Number two, you know, it's a lot of work. And three, you get 10 personalities together. You're going to have a whole lot of differences with 10. We got, you know, four or five. You know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. So putting that together and when you got tons of money involved, things can get a little squirrely. So um, I'm proud of our group at the Monte Negro. Those guys are, you know, they're all guys who are very passionate about hunting. They're very passionate about family. You know, and about moving forward with getting kids involved in what we're doing and, you know, bringing youth in, uh, involved. And so I, I think what you're doing here is creating an opportunity for other hunters to be able to find other hunters that are looking for the same type of hunting partner. Well, I, I think it's going to be unbelievably cool. I want them to hear this podcast and find as well. I want them to be able to think like, oh, yeah, that might be a good idea. You know, but I, I found that everywhere I go and, and everywhere Chav goes, when we go places, one thing that goes with us is that we're hunters. Right. It it invariably it's something that we're wearing or something that we have on or something that we talk about or when we talk about meals we are hunters and it's going to come up in the conversation somehow Hmm. and i and i've never been apologetic about that i've never uh it's like uh religion or politics it's not something i'm gonna pound somebody with it's because it's it's our passion it's something that's a part of our life it's something that 
you know, we, you, you know, I ate it just last night. I ate some just a little while ago. I ate some just this morning. Yeah. And uh, my lunch, my eggs. So it starts those conversations. And I think the more that you have those conversations, you're going to see people perk their ears up and they don't necessarily have to be a hunter. Cause there's, you remember Chav, how we, uh, how we met, uh, how we met coach Baca, Larry Baca, man. Uh, oh yeah. On an antelope hunt. You know, uh, I I found him out hungry. <laughs> I bumped into Yeah, him. I remember that story, Joe. That's awesome. And, and I offered him a sandwich and, and some water, man. And it, it incurred being a, a great friendship after that. You know, uh, Chab's buddy, Don Citybaka, who never wanted to go uh, hunting uh, after, because he had bad experiences with rifle hunt hunting. And uh, then once he bowhunted, it just totally changed things. And we've had people that we've taken with us of similar personalities. So there's places, I, I just tell you where you go. If you want to find people that are like you, then you have to talk about who you are. And <laughs> that, that reminds me, Joe, <laughs> one of uh, our, uh, one of my, you know, coaches in my, my my in Venezuela in my country he you he 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 passed away and he would go in and, and say and shake your hand when he met somebody he would say I'm Pablo Gonzalez he made a sound like a shot I'm a hunter you know right. I, I only care about hunt I don't want to talk about anything else I'm a hunter well, you, you talk to Guy Duplanche, man, and guys like, you know, my wife thinks I'm antisocial. It's just that if I'm around people that don't hunt, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. Guys, yeah. And Mr. Duplanche is 100% feels like an extrovert if he ain't around guys that are talking about hunting, you know. Oh, yeah, where no he problem wow. when he's with them, right? You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that's the one thing I wanted to bring up, too, is I've been really, really amazed at the connections that – I've made that we've made through the social media. Yeah. And the hunting community with Instagram, because I tell you what, some of the folks that we've had on guy, you know, oh, that, yeah. that, that we've had on here with us, man, uh, Tony, when we had him on there, we, I, I know Travis over in Oregon. Yep. Um, you know, we had Sean Dawson right there. We got Keith yeah. Despacito. I could just, you know, uh, I Aragon, social media. You know, I, I just all of these names, man, it's uh, crazy, right? over in Santa Fe. I can just throw all these names out people all over Jim Huntsman out there. I mean, it's just yeah. people that, you know, uh, we could take all them guys and I bet we could have a camp of 50 guys that would just be perfect together the yeah. whole friggin' time because we have that same connection, man, that, that yeah. we're all passionate, that same cloth, man. You mm -hmm. know what I'm We've saying? had them all on the life uh, episodes man they just like might as well just have their own meeting on oh, the chat if you ever met paul, <laughs> if you ever met paul Medell, man and i mean paul is us man i mean he's just a, a grinder that just loves it that lives it you know that uh man just would fit in you could tell guys that could walk into any camp like gilbert or no i think gilbert i really think gilbert could walk in just about any camp and and be the life of the party, man. You know, when he's sitting there, I, just, I, just, I try. I guess we'd have fun. I promise you. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, I that's just kind of my personality, though, Joe. I don't meet many strangers. Uh, you know, I I can talk a leg off a wooden Indian. So, Cole uh, Wilkes. I mean, yeah. you know, 
No Big old there. Monday inspiration. Oh, I love it. <laughs> We've got a lot of those cool pictures, man. And, uh, sure, I, and I just wanted to. Sure took me up on an offer to come down here and pig hunt with us. I've got several guys that have reached out to me and want to come down, go pig hunting, man. And and I, look, if you if I haven't gotten back to you uh, on on the email, I will. I promise. Uh, I had a, a guy up in Oklahoma the, the other day that said, man, I heard you coming up here for, you know, uh, an event with your softball teams. I'd like to come by and shake your hand. And, you know, really, I'd like to come pig hunting with you. What's it going to cost? This, that, and other. I mean, it's been unbelievable, the kinship that we found oh, out there. Well, think, think of some names out there, man, Dinders. like Mozart, you know, the, the, when we talked to Mike over yeah. there, you know, uh, um, we got Mike Wilson up in Ogden. I mean, it's so funny. Most of these people I have never shaken a hand with personally. Right. Freddie has shaken his hand with personally, man. Like I said, Paul, I feel the same Paul, way. Snower, Paul Snower called me on the phone and said, I'm coming. You know, how much is it? Where do I, where do I yeah, meet you? Paul you know, I mean, came and spent really, some really cool days in Elk Camp. Luis cooked for him and I cooked for him. I mean, it was really fun. We had a blast with why, him. Why, guys, why is it that people look at our group and want to come be with a part of our group? What well, think everybody our, wants to be honestly, inspired, Joe. Honestly? Yeah. We are, we are, I mean, we're not a, a, a preset script. <laughs> Better go unleash. Real I go unleash. It's real, right? Real deal, man. It's, yeah. it's the real, real deal. deal. That, and so, I, I think a lot of it has to do, man, because I let me tell you what is key to me. I'll tell you what my baseline key is. Brotherhood. Uh, it's passion, actually, man. Mm-hmm. I, I surround my people, myself, with passionate people that are positive, that are not buttholes, that um, uh, care and are, are willing, I think all of us are willing to sacrifice. You know, I, I tease about when I was younger as a hunter, I was a very selfish hunter. I mean, I spend a lot of time away from my family. I get out there, I'd want to go solo, go off. I was just aggressive. My, I, I just had to get the kill done, man. That was just it. And I've matured a lot over those years. And, you know, I, I'm very passionate about what I do. I'm very driven by, and you know, we don't all have to be driven like that, but I, I, I like to surround myself. You know, the first time that I met Luis, you know, um, I knew immediately, you know, that, that I knew that was Special somebody that Chav was going to like, uh, you know, I go back and, and it's so funny. I meet people and I would go back and I'd talk to Chav about him. <laughs> Chav knew everybody before he ever met everybody, you know, and did, uh, yep. That was critical to me because if you have that passion and if we have that values and we're willing to work together and we're willing to grind, we can do any freaking thing, man. Just if we believe, man, if we believe and if you're willing to grow, if you're willing to work, if you're willing to uh, take pride in yourself and us as a group, if you know it, man, it's just it all goes back to that team type thing that we all I think we're all athletes in that sense. I tell you what is hilarious, and God has got a huge sense of humor for real. I killed my first bull, okay, and I got him in the back of the truck. His horns are just, his antlers are displayed in a beautiful way in the back of my truck, and got all our coolers and everything. And I stop at this little gas station. I want to say is in Wagamal, New Mexico. Yeah, somewhere around there, uh, far away from where we hunt. And anyway, uh, 
I, this guy comes, this little fella comes walking up to the truck, man. And I look out there and there's this bus, okay? And it's like a, a bookmobile, okay? And I'm like, who is this cat up here by my truck, man? He's checking out my bull elk and everything. And he's looking and I walk up there and he goes, man, what a bull. That's nice bull. I said, yeah. He goes, Wait, where'd you kill him? Well, I told him where I killed him. And uh, he said, wow. He said, you know, my brother-in-law and them killed a bull up there in that in that area. And I said, huh? I said, well, who's your brother-in-law? He said, Joe Gilly. I said, Chav? I said, say? oh, my God. I'm like, are you serious? You're Chav. I said, Joe's my guy. He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, oh, my gosh. He goes, you're Gilbert? I said, that's it. That's me, brother. He's like, oh. So I had never, I've never met Chav a day in my life. Heard about him for five years. And here I am hunting with Joe. And I meet Chav on a little bitty town at a gas station. And he is driving a daggum bookmobile. Okay. And he comes and walks over to my. So when I tell you people that our listeners, that our group was meant to be, God knew exactly what he was doing when he formed it. Because how do you make a story up like that? Am I lying, Chad? Is that not the first time you and I met? Yeah. I knew this had to be Gilbert. Had to be the big old. <laughs> yeah, he goes, that was, that was, good. you know, so I, I, t- I had to text Joe, hey, dude, I met your brother-in-law, you know, uh, it was crazy how that all went off, you know, yeah, and the way it all came together too, because I met Manano a year before, um, before our elk hunt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. basically a year and a half, almost two years um before he actually went uh with us the first time yeah and what people don't know is manano came to our elk camp the first year with no tag right not even not, an otc tag yeah had a over a bear counter bear bear tag right and uh yeah only bear only yeah. bear and i had a turkey tag yeah right and, and uh we were like i told told the boys i don't care man i got to be in them woods dude it doesn't matter if I ain't shooting a bull, you know, I, I'm coming. And so, I mean, that's exactly what we did. Uh, I, I, I just want our listeners to really understand something when they do look at this group, because they've just heard all that. And I think they know our dynamic, uh, people that have listened to us long enough. And I think that's why people appreciate this group. We are so different. We are so diverse, different ages, different sizes, different colors, different. I mean, we got the gamut, man. Well, so they've heard, they've heard about what we got in common. Yeah. They've heard about our character and our personality. When you right? look at it, you look at me and Chad, who have been together so long, two opposite sides on our personality types, you know, but it yeah. really works together. You look at Luis and Manano, and what's so interesting about that relationship is that the, the things that probably for each one of them irritates them about the other one, is the same thing, the reason that they get along so good because, you know, one of them is very anal and detailed and, and wants the other one to become a little more anal and detailed. And when the other one's very relaxed and just, just finds the Enjoy the, the woods and, and stuff. And, and, and he wants the other one to relax just a little bit. But, you know, if, and I think that helps balance that so yeah. much because if he was as anal as he was, they would be 
but I mean, as much as they, they were butting heads, like they, they would hate each other. Oh, but there's man. one problem, bro. He's regressing. He's not improving. <laughs> and I'm planning to go faster, you know. Uh, and, and you take a look at Gilbert, man. And Gilbert with his personality, you know, he, he says, you know, you say that I'm, I'm, well, I'm a coach while I'm there. And, and I think it's because of my skill set that I get that respect like that. But when it comes to leadership, if there's a situation that rises up, because I've been there, I've been in a, in a threatening position. And I know of other people who have been in threatening positions with Gilbert there. And Gilbert takes command of that situation very, very fast. So, you know, I think all of us have incredible leadership qualities. I mean, Chab has been my mentor, you know, in coaching. It, we kind of switch roles a little bit and other things in life, it goes the other way. He's been my mentor and has helped me to develop as a person, as a human being so much because of that mentorship. And I think that's the thing. I think if you're going to have a partnership, y'all, it's got to be something where you find value in the other person that's going to help you grow as a person. And I, I think th this is where I want to go with this at the end of this show is that you don't have if if you're ex, if you're exactly alike if you're mirror images you're not going to grow from each other because there's nothing to teach each other there's nothing to talk about right. you know look i take value you know first of first and foremost luis is one of my best friends mm -hmm. right likewise I brother i take value in that uh i take value in that we talk about things unrelated to hunting if we need advice right and, and it may be some really heavy stuff right uh maybe career based maybe maybe even marital based whatever it may be spiritually based whatever it may be we can confide in one another in that and those are things that brothers can do right so right. Luis said it a minute ago it's a brotherhood and and we feel that way you know uh you know we've talked about what we've had in common and our great character and personalities and you know, one of the things we haven't talked about is are there deal breakers for us? Absolutely. You know, we've said this a thousand times. We don't do buttholes, right? You know, we don't do, we won't put up with guys that are not contributors to the group, right? Um, you know, we're not going to put up with guys who are outlaws and that are out to break the laws and not, and not, uh, and not show respect for the animals that we hunt. I mean, we're not putting up with those kinds of things. Um, you know, then then we talk about, you know, our work ethic and the effort that we put in and the heart that we have. I mean, those things are matter to us, our work ethic. These guys know when Big O gets to camp, you know, round is a shape. I not I might not be, you know, running marathons like my big boy Tucker does and stuff like that. But they know if I get myself in position around one of these animals, that animal's in serious, serious trouble. And I've gotten the skill set now because of the coaching that I've had to be able to call multiple bulls in at multiple times for not only myself, but someone else. And I have so much confidence in that. And that's not because of me. It's because of the guys that I've been around pushing me forward. And, and I'm based that way anyway. I'm, I'm athletically based, coach based, uh, prove you wrong based. Um, those are the things that drive me, you know? So w what, what is it that makes it work? Joe, I want to, one word is what makes it work. Love. That's what makes it work, Joe. 
And that's, I say that's that. Time I, to develop, right, bro? Yeah, it does. But, but you know, there's love <laughs> at first sight too, man. And, <laughs> I, I, and I'm not just talking about the oh, <laughs> from, a, from a beautiful lady or you fellas out there that are, that are opposite of that. At, at the end of the day, man, it is about uh, being able to identify same personality types, right? And then working through all of the processes that are there to figure out whether we can coexist in the woods and whether we can build a group, a bond between our group that we actually love one another, you know? And I'm gonna tell you right now, man, I think love is one of the most powerful things in the world. Uh, and when you base relationships on that, no matter whether it's hunting or personal relationships, it can break your heart and it can make you uh, feel the, the most powerful sense of self of gratification that you could ever feel in your life. Chad, Very well said, brother. Let, let me ask you, Chad, what would be a deal breaker for you, people that you want, don't want to be around? Oh, well... Like like Gilbert said, buttholes. That's a relative, I mean, that's a relative term to a lot of people. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... Uh, Abstinence. You know, you know safety is always a big concern, you know, around camp. Uh, I would say that uh, the type of person that... Uh, Reckless. Isn't really into the hunt itself and you can tell that by their demeanor out in the field you know if you're if, if you're call calling or bugling you don't expect to have your the person right next to you you know gulping down water or zipping unzipping his bag and you know uh, not really paying attention to the situation as a whole and then of course if it's not a team player you know i mentioned that before you know if you fill the tag out and and he basically bails on you you know he's no help um and of course an ethical hunter too you know like oh there's an elk over there 200 yards let's see if i can <laughs> if i can hit it you know and uh I think coming to camp out of shape and, and not prepared physically and mentally for the hunt, you know, it, it kind of, it'll kind of show up, you know, after a couple of days. And uh, people just aren't positive, you know. I, I, I just can't handle uh, negativity, you know. Yeah. I don't know how you would uh, determine that on a questionnaire, but I guess there's keywords that you can put out. Sure. Yeah. You can and, find a guy uh, who's self-entitled. You find yeah. it pretty quick in, in a few little questions, you know. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's real easy for people of similar types of personalities to wallow in that kind of negativity oh, and, and nobody right. can be pulled out of it. But yeah, that's sometimes, it, yeah, sometimes you run into a BSer, you know, somebody that has done it all and has uh, and knows it all. And you can easily tell a person like that after talking to him for about 10 minutes, it's like, oh, this guy's, because <laughs> 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 we've known some guys in the coaching profession that, uh, you know, talk a good game, but when it comes down to it, they really don't He's know what to do. Full of crap about. like a Christmas goose. <laughs> right, exactly. What amazes me is these guys keep getting jobs and it's like, what? <laughs> but it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I, I think I think the way I want to 
close this out. And we've gone a long way around to get to this. And you got to hear a whole, bo- a whole lot about what it means to us. And I think if you're listening to us, it's probably because you are attracted to those types of qualities that we are attracted to. Um, the, the realness, the passion, the, the gratitude, the respect, you know, the character, the habits, the goal structures, the, those certain innate qualities that these guys have from, you know, their childhood on up are things that have brought us together. And um, so in that, after going all the way around, I, I want you to really listen close in that the best hunting partner for you is what works for you there you there is no formula where you go and find and you know whoever is gilbert likes or that i like or chav likes you know you've you've got to find that person that connects with you and um the rest of that will happen but if there's a respect if there is an honor and respect between you even when it gets tough, because I can tell you this group right here, I mean, there's times when I tell these guys exactly what I think about something that has occurred. And that's because I do care about them because I want them to be better. And I don't want it to be about, uh, I want them to grow as individuals. I, I want them to surpass me. That's my goal. I want them to have that. And that's my personal thing for you. It's what works for you. You have to figure out what kind of hunter you are, what kind of hunter you want to be, and then find somebody who's going to make you better at that, or somebody that you're going to help be better at that. And then that person might actually surpass and the student sometimes becomes the teacher. So I I, I think that's important note. And um, I hope that what we're doing is going to help some of you guys to connect uh, that's the goal. We want all of y'all to have the exact, incredible, wonderful experience that make our lives together. So, yeah, and that's, yeah, that's well been said. the basis of you putting the, the hunting buddy uh, application together. It's on our website, Joe. Yep. And, I, you know, I want everybody to be able to go to elkbros.com, check that out, yep. use the, use the, the uh the format that's there to try to help i mean it's going to be live uh probably by the time the podcast is out yeah. so if, you, if you're hearing this go check it out go to the site and check it out yeah man it you know you guys have got to figure out what your personalities are and things you're going to have in common passions you know your mentality and values and beliefs i mean all of that stuff that uh, you know, qualities you admire from one another, all of those things are going to come into your decisions on who you're going to hunt with, you know. If if you really go in and actually create a profile, really look me up, the Mafia Leader, and you got to see the picture <laughs> I put up. Ugly as hell. Gilbert, why don't you close us out, man, tonight? We're not going to get any uh, mailbox in tonight. Uh, it's been a, a good one. Yeah, give me, give me one second, Joe. Okay. I highly recommend them uh, to go out and look for somebody like like Beto, you're gonna need <laughs> Beto in camp. I mean, he's a, the one of the most funniest guys I ever met in my life. So if 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 you find somebody like Beto, you will be entertained. You will be yeah. just happy. Sure. 
Yeah. Uh, we would not be, uh, we won't have a bad time. And Beto's always good at storytelling time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't have a dull moment. Uh, and when you got a guy like Chav in camp, man, he's always going to keep it real and keep you down and honest. And, you know, uh, when Chav talks, he's like EF Hutton. Everybody listen. <laughs> I, would yes. never, I would never, never forget um, one of us, and I think it was me. Uh, we were at camp having dinner, and uh, one of us accidentally bit their their tongue, and we're like, "Oh, dang it! it just bit! What happened? Just oh man, I just bit my tongue!" And man, everybody's like, "Ah, that sucks." No, it was really uh, hot. It, 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 it was or hot. You got burnt or something yeah, like that. Yeah, got burnt. And then uh, Chav is like, "Yep." It will continue. It will. That was easy. exactly. Yeah, that's something that will continue to happen. <laughs> so matter of fact, straight up, boys. Hard time until if he third. says something, just freaking listen here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, been my been my hunting buddy for a long time, and uh, my mentor, and uh, we've got it done on several occasions, and. Uh, we're so blessed to have one another in our lives. I talked to you about it. I told you all my one words, love. Hard to, like Joe said, hard to build that in a conversation. But man, you know, it's kind of like us old boys that found their wives. Most of us, no doubt, was love at first sight. And then we kind of built off of all that. So you guys, man, before we get too real sappy and all that stuff around here, y'all check out what we got, you know, on our, our elk hunting page there and check out Hunting Buddies. I think you guys are going to like it. And if you like what we're doing, please subscribe, rate and review us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes to review and you can check out more elk hunting content at elkbros.com. And just a reminder, if any of our listeners would like their question answered on the show, be patient with us because sometimes we run out of time. Just send your questions to info at elkbros.com. That's I-N-F-O at elkbros.com. Amazing show. If I may real quick, uh, uh, I know we're we're out of time here, but you know, I just want to bring up a real co a quick conversation I had with my wife the other day. So my wife is used to be a classic ballet dancer, right? And uh, she was very pumped that she found online a a class online with uh, one of her idols in in the ballet world. She was she couldn't believe herself that she was actually. It's one of those online classes that the professor the teacher has not seen anybody, but she's just given the class and she found the class and she was just so stoked that she got to do classes online with that with that person. And then I got to thinking, and when she finished the class, and I told her, I said, you know how you were so pumped about uh, doing a ballet dance with, uh, with you know, that idol of yours in the ballet world? I said, I get to hunt with the best elk hunters in the world every year. And how cool is that? For and 10 like, days. And she's like, wow, never thought of it that way, but it's very cool, she said. <laughs> it's like, so I just kind of brought it to her. It's like the same way she has that admiration for that dancer. It's the same way I feel about all yeah. you guys. I appreciate it, Luis, for sure. Man. And, you, and you get the privilege to follow the, the leader after he, after he ate paella. Um, <laughs> there's gonna be a gas <laughs> you guys are so too nasty. much but I love each one of you man fellas like we say down here in Texas 
Husbands, kiss your wives. Wives, kiss your husbands. Hug your babies. Keep your broad head sharp and your powder dry. And we'll see you next week right here on Blue Collar Elk Hunting. Peace, brothers. Amen. And everybody, here's a little bit of music from our buddy Tony Wintrip. Oh, yeah. He's peace. Peace. And six by six, whether there's snow or a bit of rain, all that mountainous terrain. I got a pair of boots that fit just right, and Phelps calls get them close to my side. When I pull the string and I watch that carbon hit, I just elk it. Man, I just elk it. I just elk it. I waited 350 days. I watched the wind blowing from my old ways. And I watched the path that he walked in the fall. And there's no failure in my head when all I'm tracking is red. With the fist pumped to the sky when the beast is dead. I just elk it. Oh man, I just elk it. I just elk it. baseball bat his body's as big as a rodeo bull i'm a cowboy on his back i slipped the buck knife under his skin i quarter him up with a big old grin and i feel the pack with the gold that i'm gonna be eating i just elk it oh man i just elk it i just elk This rack is turning heads upside down. The cooler's on and he's gonna start chilling on down, down, down. I just elk it. Man, I just elk it. Oh, I just elk it. Come on. succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv 
Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment.